0: Hello and welcome. It's Thursday, December 8th, and you're listening to Arizona's News Roundup, the weekly podcast that gets you caught up on the biggest stories in the state on your time. I'm your host, Taylor Kinnerup, breaking news editor here at KTAR. On this podcast, we're breaking down all the top stories happening right now to keep you in the loop on all things Arizona. We also look ahead at what's to come to make sure you know what to keep an eye out on until our next episode. For this week, I'll give you a recap of President Joe Biden's trip to Arizona with a look at what his fans and critics had to say, plus a look at a big legislative win for one Arizona senator. But first, I've got to start with the breaking international news from this morning. Welcome home, Brittany. Brittany Griner will soon receive a hero's welcome after her release from a Russian prison. This has been part of a month-long effort from the White House, the WNBA and its Players Association, Arizona representatives, of course, Griner's wife, Sherelle, and many others to bring the phoenix mercury star home so let's go back to the beginning earlier this year greiner was traveling to russia to play for the russian women's basketball premier league for ummc and forgive my pronunciation here Ekaterinburg. greiner has played for the team since 2014 her travels coincided with the early days of the war between russia and ukraine On February 17th, upon arriving at a Russian airport and going through customs, Russian officials found vape cartridges containing hashish oil in the WNBA star's suitcase. This substance is considered illegal in Russia, and she was immediately detained. Now, I just want to run through a quick timeline of events. It wasn't until three weeks into her detention on March 8th that anyone in the U.S. received a picture of Greiner to ensure her safety. On March 17th, Russian officials extended Greiner's detention until at least May 19th. On May 23rd, U.S. officials made their first contact with Greiner. But it wasn't until May 3rd that the U.S. called Greiner's detention, quote, wrongful, which caused efforts for her release to really ramp up. On May 13th, Greiner's detention was extended by another month. And on June 14th, a Russian court extended BG's extension. And on June 14th, Russia. And on June 14th, a Russian court extended BG's detention for a third time, this extension until July 2nd. Throughout the month of July, BG, her wife Sherelle, and WNBA players worked with U.S. officials ranging from Senators Mark Kelly and Kirsten Cinema to the White House to help prioritize her release. On August 4th, Greiner was sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison, just shy of the 10-year maximum penalty. After that, much of the work to bring Greiner home was behind the scenes, and many athletes and politicians continued to draw attention to her situation through social media. On October 25th, just days after Greiner's 32nd birthday, and about 250 days into her detention, her sentence appeal was denied. The real shift in concern came towards the end of November when Greiner was moved into a Russian penal colony, putting her at what was assumed to be a much greater risk. And now, as of December 8th, Greiner has been freed. President Joe Biden and Greiner's wife, Sherelle, made the announcement live from the White House. She wrote to me back in July. She didn't ask for special treatment, even though we've been working on a release from the day one. She requested a simple quote, please don't forget about me and the other American detainees. Today I'm just standing here overwhelmed with emotions. The most important emotion that I have right now is just sincere gratitude. But joy for one family highlighted but joy for one family also brought mixed emotions for another. Greiner's detention also highlighted another American in need. Paul Whalen, a US Marine. Whalen has been held captive since twenty eighteen and still remains in Russia without an idea of when he'll be able to return home. His family reacted graciously to the news of BG's return. His brother David said quote The Biden administration made the right decision to bring Miss Griner home and to make the deal that was possible rather than waiting on one that wasn't going to happen, end quote. But despite the feeling of concern, many are still feeling exceptionally grateful for Griner's safe return. Many Arizona politicians celebrated the news. Congressman Greg Stanton called today, quote, the day we worked towards and prayed for. Governor Doug Ducey said Arizona looks forward to welcoming Brittany home. And both Representatives Ruben Gallego and Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego called the day joyous. Ruben Gallego told KTAR. We're not going to give up. We're going to try to keep putting the pressure on to get Paul out. And we should all be working as hard to get Paul out as we were to get me out. The WNBA was also quoted saying, The fight to bring her home has illustrated the power of the WNBA, its players, platform, and mission. And while many continue to celebrate, Sherelle emphasized this still isn't the end. BG's not here to say this, but I will gladly speak on her behalf and say that BG and I will remain committed to the work of getting every American home. Another Arizona story making international headlines this week is the massive investment from Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. This isn't just the biggest story in the state this week, but one of the biggest stories in the world. Last week, KTAR told you President Biden was coming to Arizona to visit the currently under construction factory. And while it seemed like a big deal then, we really had no idea how big it would be. So let's peel back this newsroom curtain. On Monday night, just one day before the president arrived, KTAR joined a call from the White House explaining that President Biden would be in Arizona to announce that TSMC would be more than tripling its initial investment. The now $40 billion investment symbolizes a homecoming of sorts for American manufacturing, which was a major win for the Biden administration. But it's an even bigger win for Arizona. Valley economist Elliot Pollack explains. Essentially, Arizona continues to show that it's worthy of international attention in terms of companies moving here and moving facilities here. TSMC will now build a second factory in Arizona. The investment is expected to create 10,000 tech jobs and an additional 10,000 construction jobs. But other sectors are reaping the benefits too. Verde Cleaning landed a job cleaning these facilities, and President and CEO Paul Sarzosa tells Arizona's Evening News he'll need to add to his workforce in order to manage this huge client. Currently, we stand at uh, 150 employees, and with the addition with TSMC, we look to we look to double that figure. Tuesday's event with the president at TSMC was filled with plenty of big names. Apple CEO Tim Cook attended Tuesday's ceremony, reaffirming Apple's intention to buy from this Arizona chips plant. It's a chance for the United States to usher in a new era in advanced manufacturing. It's the chance to create high-tech American jobs. Arizona politicians on both sides of the aisle tried to claim victory on this big announcement. Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego recounted being there to try to sell TSMC on making the investment in Arizona. We were pitching on the land we stand on today, which was then called Biscuit Flats. It's next to Ben Avery shooting range. And I was a little bit nervous that a shooting range in Biscuit Flats, we'd sound like we were cowboy country. At the event, U.S. Senator Mark Kelly spoke about how his advocating for the CHIPS Act in Congress helped to create funding to support the semiconductor industry here in the U.S. and in Arizona. Today, the United States only manufactures about 10 percent of the world's microchips. And of the best chips in the world, we manufacture zero percent. But today, that is about to change. And Governor Doug Ducey, with just days left in office, also tried to highlight the big bucks TSMC is bringing to the state. TSMC's presence has attracted dozens of Taiwan-based suppliers expanding to Arizona. To date, the total investment from supplier companies exceeds $1 billion. Even ASU President Michael Crow spoke about how his students are preparing for this kind of an industry boom. We're seeing tremendous, tremendous demand for our engineering school we're at 30,000 students now we suspect we're going to grow to 45,000 students however there were others who had cause for concern semiconductor plants use millions of gallons of water each day and this presents a real concern as Arizona's water needs have never been greater plus with all these new jobs comes new residents and Arizona is already experiencing a major housing shortage roughly 100,000 units according to a report this week from the common sense institute So could adding these jobs add to the strain Arizonans are already feeling? CEO of Arizona's Chamber of Commerce, Danny Seiden, tells Arizona's Morning News he didn't seem to think so. All good things. What am I worried about with this announcement from TSMC? Next to nothing. So for now, Arizonans will continue to celebrate its massive win for manufacturing. Now, beyond President Biden making big headlines for his announcement with TSMC this week, he also got a lot of pushback on his Arizona visit. Why? Arizona Attorney General Mark Burnovich had some thoughts while speaking to Fox News. We need less photo ops and more border stops from our president. Border advocates have been highly critical of the Biden administration's border policy, mainly for the reason that there hasn't been much. Bernovich continued to highlight the increase in border crossings. Joe Biden has incentivized and decriminalized an Activity. That is legal border crossing. And that's why we're seeing this dramatic spike. And every single month now, we're saying it's a new record. It's a new record. And border sheriffs also critique the president for not visiting the border. Yuma Sheriff Leon Wilmot told KTAR's Gatos and Chad show what he'd like to see from the president. I would show him the environmental impacts, the uh, impacts of the 67 plus DOA dead bodies that we've had to pick up out in the desert. Also emphasized Arizonans will be affected by the president's border policies, which he, like Brnovich, says have led to more crossings. That's something that all of Arizonans ought to be concerned with because you're going to foot the bill. But just before taking off for Arizona, Biden told reporters who asked him why he wasn't stopping at the border, quote, there are bigger issues. It's a statement that's created some pushback on what was otherwise considered a big win for his administration here in Arizona. And another story we've been following in the KTAR newsroom is the Marriage Equality Act. Today, it passed in its final vote. The bill requires all states to recognize same-sex marriages. The legislation, which passed 258 to 169, would also protect interracial unions by requiring states to recognize legal marriages, regardless of sex, race, ethnicity, or national origin. However... It doesn't require all states to marry all couples, only to give them a recognized legal status if they, say, get married in Virginia but then move to Texas. The reason this is a big deal for Arizona is because it was largely championed by Arizona senior senator Kirsten Cinema, who emphasized this was a bipartisan effort. I'm proud to say that by refusing to demonize each other and by focusing on our shared goals, we will deliver real, lasting results for the LGBTQ community. And on the Senate floor, she added that the bill came with respect for religious freedom. We made certain our language respected religious liberty, and we were careful to ensure that in up some rights, we did not infringe upon others. This issue is also personal to Sinema, as she is the first openly bisexual senator in U.S. history. Now the bill is headed to the Oval Office, where President Biden is expected to sign it quickly into law. So that's it you're all caught up for this week the week of december 5th but here are a few things to keep an eye on until we meet again arizona's election may be over but we're on to the recount portion of the races that fell within that automatic recount margin results are not expected to change but could be challenged by lawsuits Title 42 is expected to end on December 21st, but new reports say the Biden administration is now hoping to extend the pandemic-era policy that keeps asylum-seekers in Mexico. With just a few weeks until the holidays and the end of the policy, we'll likely see big moves in D.C. over the next week on this topic. And could one Arizona school bring back school resource officers? Phoenix Phoenix Union's governing board is discussing it this week and expected to make a vote in January. Remember, you can hear more on all this week's top stories and get breaking news in real time on KTAR.com. You can also listen live on 92.3 FM or to take KTAR everywhere you go. Just download the KTAR News app for articles, podcasts and, of course, breaking news. With that, I'm Taylor Kinnerup and you've been listening to KTAR's Arizona's News Roundup. Until next time.